Welcome back to this week's episode of Ultras 11. I'm Jose. And I'm still Al. It's 2024, and I'm the same guy. No new friends. No new friends. Like, new phone, who this? Me and Joe right now, we're new used this year. <laughs> we're a little bit used, but we're, we're, we're new. all new, baby. We're new, yeah. We're back better than ever. I actually signed up to the gym like everybody else in the world did. January 1st gym day. Back. I didn't actually go to the gym, though. Like, I no, didn't no. work out today. Just signed up. Yeah, just signed yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. Baby steps. Yeah. You got Sign up and then and then and then you start committing yourself. Once they hit me with the price, I'm like, (laughs) wait to like get back in shape. I I need to spend this much. Yeah, yeah. It's everyone does. So this is what I need to pay to get back into shape and have my health back. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. Now we wonder why everybody's fucking fat. Respectfully, a lot cheaper to be fat than fucking skinny. You literally could get a meal that fills you up for whatever for dinner, like whatever at McDonald's for what fifteen bucks. Go grocery shopping. That's a fucking. Six of lines. It's not worth it to go to the gym as your New Year's resolution. It's going to cost you a lot, and it's not going to last very long. So yeah. that's our that's the little gift that we're going to yeah. give. That's the fun fact with you guys today. of the day. Yes. Uh, but on that note, we like to actually start off by saying Happy New Year's. Uh, Merry Christmas if you celebrate Christmas. Happy Christmas and Merry New Year's, guys. Yeah, we hope Santa Claus was uh, it was generous to you. It was nice to you. Hopefully. Uh, you're motivated for the new year ahead. Uh, we all went on a Christmas break. Well, I didn't go on a Christmas break. My Christmas break starts now, yeah. which is weird. But honestly, I'm not going to complain. I have hey, two weeks hey. off. You get I what like you get it. and you don't get upset, Joe. Remember that. You take it. You t- we take anything. Yeah, I was going to say, wait, why'd you just confuse me? Man? Yeah, we take, regardless. Say, yeah. we take anything. Joe, hey, it's a, a break's a break. Well deserved. Speaking of breaks, how was your break? Al, what'd you, what'd you do? Honestly, <laughs> it was the most perfect break because I did absolutely nothing. See? Spent some time with friends, spent some time with family, and did absolutely nothing. And I loved every second of it. My days consisted of chilling, playing FIFA, and just relaxing. I probably ate, you know, a little bit more than I would have liked to. It's okay. But, hey, it's a little bit of Christmas weight. New Year's. New Year. We start. We shred before the wedding. Got to get cut down. Got to look like. That's right, actually. Got to look like the, the rock, as some would say. I'm trying to look like the pebble, so I look like a smaller version of him. Um, but on that note, I'm glad you enjoyed how did, it. How did your Christmas go out of your holiday? I know you're starting now, but how was your how was your holidays? I work. Like a dog. That's the life, man. That's the that's the. Nah, and that, honestly, work was actually even entertaining. Everyone was happier, you know. Yeah, like you get, it's you, a, you get a different like vibe in there when it's like around yeah, Christmas, you know. Like you get the summertime <clears throat> vibe that everyone's happy. It's summertime. And then the Christmas vibe. There's yeah. everything in between just sucks. sucks. Everyone's pissed at you <laughs> for no reason. You could give them everything they want. They'll still yell at you about something. It's true. This um, is very true. But besides that, just like the new year, there's a, a new beginning. There's a lot of false promises. You will get like my New Year's resolution to get back in shape. <laughs> um, but it also marks the halfway point in the season officially. Mm-hmm. Uh, the transfer market opens up again, meaning even more false promises of yep. deals happening. Uh, your teams run the risk of losing players, or if you're Roma, you're doing absolutely nothing because you have 1.5 mil to spend. Yeah, see, I don't think you guys are doing much with that 1.5 mil, but we're hey, just vibing. We're just might not vibing. be too hard of a January for you since you already know the budget of it. Yeah. <laughs> so to get right into everything here, um, we just talked about the Christmas break. Let's talk about how soccer actually has its own Christmas break as well. Some 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 leagues. some places. Some leagues. <laughs> um, Bundesliga takes two weeks off. Italy used to do that. They used to like basically the whole month of December and like a little bit of January they were Mm -hmm. off. Uh, But they stopped doing that. Prem was always full throttle. Yeah. Um, So just 
quick little easing back into this because we haven't done this in a hot minute mm-hmm. is do you think a Christmas break is a good thing or a bad thing for clubs? Um, I mean, you know what? Like, I, I don't know if you remember. I think it was, I don't think it was last year. I think it was two seasons ago in Serie A. They did the same thing in the Prem. Like, they played on Boxing Day mm. and then they played on on New Year's on not New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, yeah, New, yeah, Year, New, Year's, New Year's Eve, New Year's and New Year's Day. Yeah, they they had all the games like just like the Prem. Like they're trying to do that. And you know what? Like us being at home, you know, you some there's a game on. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. Forgot soccer's on today. Yeah. Got something to watch. So it was beautiful, man. Christmas, I mean, Boxing Day, we usually do something at my house. So it, we didn't this year, but it's always nice when we're doing something. You throw on a Prem game because you know they're on yeah. and you have something to watch. But in in looking at it from the big picture, I do like what the Bundesliga does. Yeah, You know, you have these guys working so hard, you know, at the beginning of the year. Everybody's playing, you know, so many games. There's already a lot of injuries people are dealing with. And I feel like it's just kind of a way to kind of give back to the players and say, yeah. you know what? Thank you. Go take this two weeks, you know, spend it with your your friends, your family, whoever you're going to spend it with. Go enjoy it. We'll see you back here in two weeks and then we'll start off fresh. Yeah. People need that. I feel like the players, they need that, that little mental break and even just like a physical break. Yeah. Because oh, of how many, especially nowadays with how many games are being played and the second half of the season, everyone knows how much more difficult it is yeah, and I- just how much more pressure and how much better teams play that you know throughout the year their last place or sitting at the bottom but then they're beating first place teams mm. so i i feel like you just kind of it, it would have been a good thing you know throughout all leagues you kind of see them say okay hey guys sorry fans you're not gonna have soccer for two weeks but yeah two weeks off we'll be back on this date here and then we resume no, from there i, I agree with I, that. that's personally I, i've always said it i do like it don't get me wrong i loved it when said did it too when we were playing those days because again we do boxing day here so it was like you know what that day there we had a we had a couple games yeah. on you can watch, actually watch something it's fun but in the bigger picture with with the players and everything and especially we talk about how many how they're playing too many games and how you know now there's so much more games and, and everything's so much more crushed give them the two breaks give them yeah. two weeks yeah. you know give them a little break they deserve like and from an entertainment point of view yeah it's like you said it's amazing obviously <laughs> like i love to watch it i have these two weeks off like I love I'm going to be looking forward to watching every yeah. single game I could possibly watch right now. But it's like you said as well, like this is crunch time in the season. Like this is what kind of makes or breaks you, you know. You have Champions League that heats up, mm-hmm. you have international friendlies that are heating up, you got the League Cup that's heating up, you got the league itself that's heating up, you know, like this is that final stretch and that's always the most tough stretch, you yeah. know, like you this literally makes or breaks a lot of teams. Like you could see, like you said, a last place team get out of relegation finally. Mm-hmm. Like beat every top team. You could see that top four change so much oh, that yeah. you know, like whatever. And it's nice if they were to get like that break because then they could come back. They had two weeks off. Some players that were injured before yeah, the two week break, they recover. They have more have time, whatever. Exactly. They have them back. You have like a full team <clears throat> most times and whatever. So in that regard, it's good. I'd literally only say the only con of it is from an entertainment point of view and financial point of view per se. Yeah, they're not making any money. It's like whatever the stuff. Joel, I mean, with, with the with the, um, the millions of dollars, billions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. These, this, like the, the the leagues and the the federations and everything they're making, they can afford to give their players two weeks off. Yeah, spend no, with no, their family, exactly. enjoy the the holiday break, and then you come back that final stretch, and then yeah. you get and then some you get the summer off. You got, well, some people will, but you got Euro Cup this year. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. bang, bang, bang. You, yeah. You're going to have no fucking No, break. exactly. So that's why, like, any break you could offer these players, these athletes. Exactly. Give like, it to them, man. You know what? I'll even go as far as saying, like, I look at, like, American sports a, yeah. a lot with this. And, you know, like, my cousin, we were, it was Christmas Day. We were eating dinner, like, whatever. And we were all sitting down on our phones, placing bets about the games that mm-hmm. are going on, Lakers, whatever. 
And my cousin looked at me. He's like, yo, LeBron hasn't been with his family on Christmas Day for 17 years. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, like, obviously, he's making all the money in the world. Yeah. His family's probably watching him play They had dinner before, whatever it is, whatever. But it's still the principle that, you know, like, they're providing us an entertainment. They're providing this for us, whatever. And, you know, they're still playing their they're game. Still you know, they're like, they're athletes. I get it, whatever. But I don't know. You, you, your heart kind of goes out for them, yeah. especially oh, like yeah. a guy like LeBron. 17 years of straight Christmas days. Mm-hmm. Like, he's playing a game. <laughs> like, it, it takes a toll that, you know, he has to rearrange what is a natural sca- schedule for most people. Yeah. He's now changing it for others. And uh, I don't know. Feel bad, but. Hey, that's why you get paid the big bucks. Exactly. And that's I'm, why they're that's why they're making the big bucks. And that's right? why I'm spending money on hoping you perform. Well. You know, like I, I don't know, I don't know. Um, changing the topic, we did mention earlier that it is the Christmas break. Uh, well, not Christmas break. It is January, so that means the transfer market is open. We're not going to talk about what each team should sh- sign, which yeah, players. Everybody That's gonna does be, that. We're gonna, me and Al throughout we'll the week, on. we're gonna go on Twitter. We're gonna do like a little thread of each team, what we think or who we think they should sign, given their financial abilities. Yeah. We're gonna try, see how that works out. If you guys like that, you obviously could comment. Let us know if you think that deal would what be good, realistic, are. whatever. Yeah. Um, so in Italy, though, it's uh, it's a little bit more complicated than just <laughs> signing a player right now. Isn't everything's so complicated. In Italy? Yeah, so. It, I mean, it isn't complicated, but it is. It is. Um, when we talk about a realistic signing now for the Serie A teams, it's getting that much more difficult because they have just recently announced an abolishment of. It's called. I'm gonna. I might butcher it. I know I'm Italian. I should be saying it probably. The decreto crescita. Yeah. yeah. I think I said it right. I don't know. Pretty correct sure me right. if I'm wrong. <laughs> Essentially, though, it's good. it's literally just like a tax break. Yeah. So before you all start thinking, what the fuck is this? We will explain to you what this is. Um, basically, it's it's essentially like a tax break that these teams get when signing foreigners. So we, like Italy was able to, the league, sorry, uh, these teams were able to offer higher wages in order to compete with the likes of the Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga, and stuff like that. And it was only available for skilled workers. It was essentially happening to actually bring economic growth back to italy Mm -hmm. it wasn't just actually meant for soccer it was meant for just over like in general they wanted to populate Italy again get the economy back going so they would give a tax break rather than paying a hundred percent of taxes you were only paying 50 percent of taxes um so that helped italian teams a lot actually because then they were able to sign guys like like roma for example we're able to sign Mourinho because of that tax break out of the 10 mil he's getting you know, with the tax break, Roma only pays like seven and a half mil, you know? So, and then like, obviously Mourinho though, he's still getting that full amount. Mm. It's just what comes out of Roma's pocket is that much yeah. less, you know? <clears throat> um, that's essentially like the rough bare bones assessment of it. Uh, that's the best explanation I could give mm. you. Um, the rule is supposed to start kicking off in February. Okay, That's when whatever. But in saying that, I don't like, I see it actually happening as soon as possible for these Italian yeah. teams, right? Like I see this January transfer market, they're not going to spend what they no, maybe no. would have. They're, 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 they're all going to prepare themselves. Yeah. So Al, the first question I have for you, um, what kind of impact does this abolishment of the tax break have for the league itself or have on the future of the league? Well, I mean like Joe, I like, I feel like already just by looking at it, it says enough. Like you saw the difference in the league 
with the players that were being and, and not just on I'm not just talking about Juve here. Like I'm it, throughout the league. Yeah. Like the players that were getting brought in, the money, you know, teams were starting to like kind of spend and bring in this foreign talent to, you know, help grow the league. And you saw, man, for the the you know, the nine years that you know Juve was dominant, you didn't really see any growth happen to the league. Other than yeah. other than Juve, it's like nobody gave a fuck. Everyone's yeah. like, Yeah, well, you know, we're just gonna go show yeah. up, hope for the best, and then you know, see what happens. Now, like you, you see these last couple of years, the players that are coming in, you know, you see Italian teams beating out, whether it's, you know, Prem teams or other teams to sign players because they actually want to come there. And, you know, and this whole benefit helped that big time. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, taking that away, I feel like you're going to see a lot of teams that, you know, weren't prepared for it get hit really hard. And you're, I feel like it's, 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 I don't think it's, it maybe it's not going to maybe not make the, the league you know, just drop all of a sudden, make it worse. I just feel like now at this point, it's, you're just going to kind of see it plateau, which is that's, you don't want that to happen. Like you want to keep growing. You want to keep getting better, especially when there's better leagues, yeah. you want to kind of get to their level. So you want to keep doing slowly, slowly, mm-hmm. slowly. Cause you're not going to get there in one day. Rome wasn't built in a day. It, it takes time. It's a process, but now you're doing this. You're kind of just saying, okay, let's put a halt on that. And then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes and everything's just going to now just stay the same progressively i think it'll get it'll kind of start going back until unless you start seeing these teams start making adjustments and changes yeah, yeah. you know teams and i'm sorry i don't want to you know say oh yeah has, you know they got to follow juve but especially the top teams they got to start following you know juve su what they did with that next gen you know people will talk about that that next gen was one of the best things juve did mm-hmm. you know before that i would I, i'd even look at you too i'd be like man our fucking youth program whatever we're doing absolutely sucks yeah like you know all we had was marquise to really look from that doesn't really matter. So for us now, it'll be a good thing. You know, we yeah. can grow our youth. We actually have proper youth that have played in a somewhat in a competitive level in City of Chi. So they kind of like you. You see the guys coming on like so far this season. There's not there, there's not that gap anymore when you bring these youngsters in. Before you see these youngsters come to Juve, and they almost wouldn't make it because they, I don't know if it was the pressure or what it was. They just couldn't live up mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Now you're seeing these players come in and like, they're fitting right in. It's beautiful. So you see a team like that, no problem. But, you know, a couple of years, you know, teams like Milan, Inter, um, you know, Napoli, they're not really like looking at their youth. They're not yeah. investing in their youth. They're just trying to see, OK, you know, well, well, who can we bring in to solve this problem and that problem and that problem? And now with this, you're not going to be able to do that as easily as you were before. Yeah. It's going to be a lot tougher for the teams, especially because none of us in Italy are fucking uh, well, us. None of our teams. In no, Italy, I get what you mean. I get you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Are rich. Yeah. Not, like the Prem. They got money. They're you know everyone's at Juve's. Their their owners are rich. Roma's owners they're rich. But money in football terms, they're broke. They're not nowhere yeah, near no, the teams. And just even as a prem, never mind. La Liga has their own problems, but somehow they still keep getting money. Yeah, they open up another <laughs> financial lever. Yeah, but that even means. like you're, it, it's 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 way too. You can't even compete with the prem. Yeah. And now with doing this, I feel like it's gonna you're gonna see that big you're going to see that that gap kind of spread. And not, not just that gap, even the gap, I feel like from now you're seeing like a lot of these teams in Serie A, these mid-table, bottom-table teams that, you know, they're making some moves that actually like the, the serious ones, mm-hmm. and they're fucking doing good. Like yeah. you you see like, the, like the, the, the progress they're making and like how good, you know, they've been doing the last couple of years. How much of an effect is this going to have now on them? Yeah. How much yeah. are they going to start dropping no, down I, I know, and I go back to what it was before that, you know, Romo go and face... Frozen on, and they're gonna be, okay. This is a cakewalk. We got this game now. Like you kind of face them, and like, dude, even when we faced them, I was like, okay, fuck, you, you got to play it smart because like we we almost tied the yeah, game. Yeah. 
you got to be careful with these teams now because of like the ones that take it, took advantage. Frozenona being one of them, they have, they made a, a couple like a couple good signings this summer. They filled up those spots. Yeah. They were able to do that. Yeah. Now with this, these teams might be a lot more limited. Yeah. So they're not. You're not going to really see these teams grow. You're going to see them again plateau, start going back downhill, and you're not going to see. And, and I feel like I don't know. I want to see what happens with this, but I, for me, I personally. I think it was wrong to to stop it at least now. I'm I'm indifferent about it. I'm going to be honest with you. Like for me, <clears throat> this is my thing, right? I think this whole tax break, okay, yes. Obviously, we saw Roma benefit from it. We saw Inter, we saw you we saw a lot of teams benefit Everybody from benefit this, from especially it. because like, you know, like you said with Frosinone, we'll use them as an example again. They could go to Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay, whatever, spend a mil on a guy and then sell him for like the next year. Yeah. For 10 mil, 15 yeah. mil, and that could help balance their books, you know, because investing in a youth project like Juventus did, mm-hmm. that's going to cost a lot of money for teams. And a lot oh, of yeah. teams don't want to front that money yeah. with because you don't know if it could flop or yeah, if you don't know how it's going to You don't know, know the I mean? turnout. So that's why, like, when you see, like, those smaller teams, like, that, I worry more so for, like, them. Yeah. You know, and I feel like the, the gap between a, a top team and a bottom team, and when I say bottom and top team, I'm literally just speaking about not even like ability wise. I'm talking about financial ability. Yeah, yeah. You know, like unless Frosinone, their owner is a an like an oil guy, and I don't know about this, and he just doesn't want to put any money in his club. I like I don't know, but for me, like that's that's how I'm differentiating right now. Like yeah. you know, um, Juve is a top team financially in the league. They're very com- not very comfortable, but their owners put their money where their mouth yeah. is, stuff like that. They invent uh, invested in a youth project. They will be fine in the future. Yeah. You know, I think it's long term teams would have better stability, Mm -hmm. so to say, because it's like you're now investing within, you know, like my youth product is coming for free Mm -hmm. instead of dropping, even if it is like 500K a mil, whatever. That's 500K or a mil I didn't pay because I'm literally just promoting a youngster to my senior squad. And the the profit margins we all know already are way larger on that than somebody else. Than somebody else, yeah. So like in, in that regard, I think that will take time before you start to see like the progress and these teams actually like stepping up and mm-hmm. like becoming more stable financially. But I think short term, you're going to see a huge gap. And it's yeah. like you said, it's those teams that are trying to make the leap forward. Like uh, what's their name? Bologna. Yeah. You know, they signed a yeah. lot of players from the Eredivisie. Atalanta, who's known for getting players from the Eredivisie, Belgian league. And then how good are they going to be in a couple years? You know what I mean? Like now they're going to have to solely rely on their youth. And I'm not saying their youth is bad. No, but they've, man, but they've had a system that they've been doing now. You know what I mean? It's been working. It's been helping them. And now how far back are they going to fall by because yeah. of this now getting taken away? In, I, in, I know what you in mean. In saying all of that, I, like, I do think the youth aspect, sh- like it should. In a hypothetical universe, mm-hmm. the, the youth project within italy should be thriving then yeah because then is that is how you make your money a and b that is how you save money yeah you know and like this law came into play what in 2018 or 2019 2019, something like that um what were teams doing before then you know roma announced that they're in another like they are losing another 140 mil on Mm -hmm. top of their 300 mil debt already so like this goes to show maybe this tax break wasn't good enough for them just give you an example um, so if you look, I think I'm pretty sure it was 2019. What happened nine years before that? Oh, is that Juve's dominance? Yes. Yeah. And who, other than Juve, who cared in the league about the league? Nobody. No. 
No, but you had Roma the one year because they were probably one of the smartest teams. But no, not maybe one year. No, like two, I was three just saying two, like three, two, three years. years. We, when we had like they looked at it, that. they looked at it and said, "Okay, hey, not saying it's going to be easy to beat Juve, but right now nobody's even fucking giving yeah, them no a fucking competition. Competing. Let's go make a push. Hey, what's the worst that happens? We come yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, dude, they 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 gave Juve a couple of years a run for their money that they brought it right to the fucking wire at yeah. the end. Yeah, they were the ones that took advantage. Napoli a couple times too. They they saw the situation. They took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. But throughout those years." You know, these small teams, I feel like, weren't as threatening as they are now. No. The big teams couldn't get anything going. Until this rule came in, everything changed. Well, well, look, and if you look at that, too, going back to even that, you look at the way these clubs were. So, like, Milan, for an example, yeah. right? Milan under Berlusconi that like uh, at the beginning of the 2000s, early 90s, uh, sorry, late 90s. Look at that dominance they had. Yeah. They had the Dutch connection. After that, they had Kaká. They had Ronaldinho. They the had Ronaldinho. connection. You know what I mean? They, they always were doing well. And then they hit a point where money wasn't coming anymore. No. You know, success was... Success can only bring you so far if you don't have an actual project yeah. in place. You know what I mean? True. And that was what Milan's logic was, though. Let's keep winning, and we'll still be at the no, top. We'll be fine. Right? We'll, we'll be, be fine. fine. No, that bit them in the ass because the money caught up. People stopped giving a fuck about that. They wanted a Cinderella story instead. Mm. They wanted the loyalty again. They wanted the love, the passion, this and that. Then look at Juve. I criticize Juve a lot. I say they fix stuff. I say they do this. I'll always bash Juve. But the one thing I've always said, and anyone will attest this, is Juve is the only team in Italy that runs their team properly. Agnelli has always had a business look about the squad, which... Mm. I get it sometimes suck because some of the purchases they made were for branding purposes yeah. and that's fucking annoying. Yeah. But when you look at that, I respect that because look, that nine years of dominance, there was no tax break, but they still had a, do- they still had a dominant team. They still went to Champions League finals. They still dominated a league. Okay, mm. yes, the league was dead. I get it. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But, again, but, like you, but like you said. But they capitalized they still, on weakness. They still, went, they still went to two Champions League finals. Yeah. So like they weren't that weak. Hell, they it's, lost in both, but... Keep in mind, we lost to two of the best teams of our generation. You know what I mean? Like, and, like, and that's the thing that like, I, like, I keep on saying. Like, Juve has always been prepared. Okay, yes. Now you could say they were fudging around with the books. Mm-hmm. And they got caught for it. Yeah, okay, yeah, they got caught. But now that this tax break is done, who's the most equipped for this? Yeah. Juve, because they invested in their youth. You know, and I see, like, I see the, the whole league. I think the youth ideally should be growing now. Like, mm-hmm. this is a big wake-up yeah. call for them. Yeah. Big time. But Big I time. just I just feel like it's also going to go on a downhill trajectory right now in regards to, like, uh, investment opportunities yeah. from a broad, like, uh, broadcasting. Yeah. Um, ownership, like, if you want to sell the club, it's not going to be as valued as you mm-hmm. once were because of that shitty tax yeah. break now. I do, like, again, I I'll go like back all, to, like, All the progress that they made now, they're just throwing it out the window. Like, exactly, it's- exactly. It's the progress they made, and now it's just going to relapse because, again, since 2019, you saw... It wasn't just Juve carrying the torch. Then it became Inter decided to be dominant yeah. too. Then they Milan. started doing very well. Milan, you know. Uh, Napoli. Napoli. Okay. I, that's the thing. Napoli was dominant it. last year. I, I know they dropped off. Everyone saw it coming. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like, yeah. No, no. I, you know, they're going to definitely That go for just two. falls down on their I, I owner called being this, I called arrogant. this last year. Exactly. I said, I called it last year. But yeah, okay. They might not lose, you know, a major player. They still did in, in Kim and Jay. You see how, how important he was now to that team. But – they still kept most of their, you know, their attackers. They kept the, the, the core of the team, but I called it, man. Mm-hmm. They were dominant last year. They were very dominant. Like, they were a tough team to play and to beat with Spalletti. But after that, like, yeah, you, you knew they weren't going to be as dominant anymore, man. 
Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's just it's. I'm, it personally, right, right place, right time. For personally, that. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of excited for it. For what? For this. I know I sound crazy. I know I sound crazy, but we won't harp on this. I want to ask you. Obviously, we mentioned Juve. Mm-hmm. Um, is there another team, or we could even just talk more about Juve and how it benefits them, but is there any other specific clubs you see benefiting from this? Uh, what's the word I was looking for? Abolishment of the this rule. This abolishment? Um, I mean, like, it's it's tough to say, like, right now, you know, another team other than Juve. And, like, not even just because it's my team. You know, if, if Roma was doing what was Juve was doing now and, and we weren't, I would say straight up, you know, Roma's, yeah. that, Roma's that team. Like, they're the only smart ones that actually, you know, said, hey, let's be prepared for any situation. Juve did that. You know, they started this next-gen thing a couple years ago. You've seen the results we're getting, the players that we're getting out of, you know, Fagioli, Miretti. Now you're getting Yildiz, um, what's his name? Uh, Nicolucci, Illing Jr. Like, Sule, who's doing amazing at Frosinone right now. Yeah, even, uh, I was going to say, yeah, there you go. Kyle George, he's not from there, but he's still but he's another still, another yeah, youth yeah, yeah. product. And you're seeing these guys and how good they're playing this year and how much success. Yeah, okay, you know what? Like Joe said earlier, you have to invest. It's a lot of money to start it up. You got to, you know, to start the team, you have to have a, a, a place for them to train, you know, the stadium, whatever, all that stuff. Yeah, it's going to cost you a lot of money, but the money you're going to get from it in the end. Yeah, dude. It's it's going to be incredible because at the end of the day, yeah, okay, I know all these players now on Juve aren't going to stay. They're going to have to sell them. But when you start selling your youth product, that's p- uh, yeah. pure profit. Yeah. Like that's the most profit, profit you can make. Most profit you can make in anything. So yeah. like it, it's it, it just makes the most sense. And I feel like Juve we're the only team really prepared, especially like, like even like top teams or small teams. Cause like, I'm trying to think of like other teams too, like, you know, maybe Sassuolo. Cause like, I feel like they've got it, but like, they're also another team that they just kind of pull other people's youth products yeah, and see, build them to I something. I was going to say like Sassuolo is a like, good they don't example, really have a, but it's more youth, so they don't really have a youth system. They're mm-hmm. just good at, they have a youth system, but they don't grow their own youth. Yeah. They don't yeah. have the farm. Yeah. They just, they just help the guys grow and yeah, give them, you know, yeah. that, that, take them to that next step, but they don't actually grow them. So, like other than Juve, like I'm not, I'm not even trying to like I mean you can if you have one, you know, you tell me right now. But other than Juve, like I don't really see, you know, anybody in, prepared in that situation. Nah. Like, like, and I'm not just saying this because it's you. I could say you know Roma. Only reason being Bove, Bove, <laughs> Pellegrini, <laughs> like in, in, in in recent years, and and not even, it's Roma's always you. They've always had I feel like a couple guys from the academy always coming up to like the team. Yeah. You saw like yeah. the growth, and you're still seeing it now. So clearly. They're doing something right there. You know, something's good happening there. Maybe they just have to kind of polish it up and, and bring it up to, like, standards now. Yeah, yeah. But they have, they, they have the right idea, Roma. Yeah. They have the idea. They just maybe need to make make a couple little tweaks. But other than that, like, I don't really – and, like, I mean, funny enough, hey, it's our teams. <laughs> I don't, like – generally, no, dude, it, it I'm trying to think. Though. I'm like, going my head. I'm like, I'm like, Lazio, no. Milan, no. Inter, no. Napoli, no. Who, who else? Fiorentina, no, not really. Maybe at a they point signed. I could say Fiorentina. Joe, everybody on that team, they fucking signed. Yeah. No, I. but that's what I mean. Like, I looking at it, like, it's it's tough to say because ever since this tax break happened, I feel like every team started investing in foreign talent. Yeah. Or it's gotten it's, better. <laughs> or it's like you said with, with Sassuolo. Sassuolo doesn't really have a youth academy that's great. But they have a good it's, youth system. They have a great youth system that it's like, oh, wait, Roma, you don't want to use Pellegrini right now? No. Okay, give him to us mm. for two mil, and then we'll grow him. Yeah. In two, three years, you have a buyback of 15, 20 mil. That's how they make oh, their money. Skamaka doesn't fit your team? Yeah, we'll take him. But, you know, like, so, like, that could could 
maybe still work for Sassuolo. Yeah. So maybe I'll put them in that bracket yeah, just because they're maybe like, they're in the maybe bracket. Yeah, because they could be that team that helps the bigger teams in developing those youngsters yeah. that don't have what Juve has in yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could say Genoa. I would have loved to look at you and said like Palermo. Parma, even, because even, throughout history, even, they were no Even general, this. right now, but, two of their best players are fucking our youth products. <laughs> that's, but that's what I mean. Like, you look at that, and it, it's it's genuinely tough to look at these guys and say, like, a youth. <sighs> like, that's the thing. I, 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 I'm drawing a blank, too. Lazio, like you said, sucks. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, Napoli, at, you, one, at one point, I would have said Napoli was that team that was very good at growing youngsters. Their own youngsters. Yeah, but like now I feel like they've kind of off after like Yeah, they've lost the plot a little bit there. The only other team I could maybe see, like maybe like a Bologna, you know, because Bologna has like those youngsters, whatever. But again, like it's they're it's like a finer version of Sassuolo. I feel like I feel like Bologna and it's same like Genoa. I feel like their team is built on yes, youngsters, but it's like failed youngsters from like everybody's yes, yes, teams yes like yeah. bologna is a mix of like guys that didn't work from inter from juve from milan from roma yeah. all the guys that just didn't work or, you know maybe they were they were they were too young or whatever they're all there now and yeah. they just ended up there and they just built something and hey they're doing pretty good yeah but i feel like that, that's just what those teams are yeah it's it's tough to say i'm hoping obviously like people start taking youngsters a little bit more seriously because let's get real the league itself maybe this is going to be another wake-up call the league itself doesn't worry about young players you yeah. know what i mean so it's like it's one of those moments that it's like they have to sit, take a step back and say like hey why not give it a try yeah. you know like i personally as a roma fan i can't complain yeah because it's like you said every year we have some sort of youngster coming developing like we've obviously no, roma, lost like, some roma's, players roma's out of love to have kept as youngsters like volpato for example mm. would have loved him i would have personally looked at you and said in the grand scheme of things i love dibala obviously he's one of our best players but I would have preferred to see him go, yeah, because he commands a larger weight, a salary, and Everything. transfer fee, and, and then kept is, Volpato. And he's not even guaranteed him. to play. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Volpato, whereas like he's a youngster, nineteen years old. We already sold him for ten mil. Yeah. So if there's a market for him now at ten mil, give him another years under proper growth, mm-hmm. that doubles, that triples. You know what I mean? So like I would have loved to have seen certain things like that. But yeah, let's hope Roma now learns. I understand we're in a bit of a financial fair play. Dilemma, obviously, as usual. 1.5 mil. <laughs> 1.5 mil is all we could spend, baby. But anyways, um, continuing on with this, last last little question I got for you, Al. Mm. Um, the lack of foreign players would mean that, like, well, should be at least, that there's going to be an emphasis, like we've been saying, on Italians or Italian, cha- uh, t- eh. Italian talent mm-hmm. in general. But, as we obviously think, do you actually think this could benefit Italian football? Not the league. Not the league. The Italian Italian, national team, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the the Italians and and their setup. Um, like with this, I I feel like I'm 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 on the fence. Like I I could see it being a good thing, you know. I I, now I see that they could be focusing more on Italians, trying to grow these Italians, and you know, you're not really focusing on you know bringing in foreign players. Like you're using what you got. So like you know, some of these guys that maybe might have not might have taken a, a a backseat role compared to someone you know coming in from Argentina. But now they're going to be getting that more, like the more playing time. The only thing with it is two things. First of all, I feel like then there won't be any any um, like competition within the teams. So like a lot of these Italians that maybe might have you know not made it or just not been used as much, 
being used more just because to lock, they're, to they're, 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 yeah, locking to fill certain roles. So like, hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. You're a left back. We can't sign a left back right now. We don't have a left back. Just play there. Just stay here. You know, hold your position. Guy's not good, but he's just playing because that's all they really got. Mm-hmm. So you, you might see kind of, you know, turning to that. And, you know, and then I, I, I just, again, man, I just think back to those, throughout those, the 2010 to 2019, when Serie A football was, you know, at its worst and probably one of the worst at that time. And then I look at the Italian national team and it was fucking horrible mm-hmm. throughout that time. Yeah. Like we had, we had a team that like, I don't care what anybody says. If we actually had like a half decent team, Giacchini and Graziano Pelle would not be on that team. And Eder. And Eder. And, like, and Marco really? Parolo. Like, like, you're like Parolo, I could see squeezing in maybe as like a that fifth, Depth. sixth option fucking center yeah, mid. Hey, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You got experience, you're coming with. But the other guys, man, the teams that we were like, we put together and like the scraps that Italy had and Conti somehow made look half decent is absolutely incredible to me. Oh, and yeah. That's yeah, my only yeah. fear is I look at that time there when, you know, we didn't have this whole thing and, and you know, things all of a sudden, dude, 2019. This thing started, you saw the league grow. You saw people actually want to come here. You see Serie A actually be considered as, you know, a top league again. And you saw Italy win a Euro Cup in this time. Before that, what the fuck happened? After 06 and and before the Euro, nothing. Italy was fucking shit. And I feel like it's just, I don't know if we're going to get back fully to that stakes. We have like a really good core already of youngsters that are kind of in that middle age of proven, but they're still young. So like, we're still good for a while, but I just, I feel like, again, it's just going to plateau and it's not going to bring Italy to you that feel next like a level. relapse. Is yeah. Like, like, man, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I'm just, I'm, I honestly, like, I, I see what you mean and I'll agree, but I'm also indifferent with agreeing because, okay, you referenced 2010 to 2019. Now, what about before that though? Mm-hmm. You know, from when we were born, 95 to 2009. That was a different era, man. But that's that what I mean. That was an era of, of no um, that was no when, tax break when, either. Yeah, and that's when like Berlusconi and Agnelli were like the richest families in football. Yes, <laughs> yes. But it was also an indicator that atta- – but you look at every team that was doing well in Italy. And yeah. honestly, I'm not going to say – I'm going to say in Europe as well because Italian teams were dominating. We're not yeah. dominating but competing in Europe oh, as Joe, well. You saw in, the, in a fucking Euro, uh, Champions League semifinal it was Inter, Milan, and Juve. But that's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. And you look at the core of those teams – it was Italian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yes. Obviously, Milan had Clarence Seedorf. They had Shevchenko, Crespo, Yapstam, Dida. The list goes on with these fucking legends. Yeah. But you still look at the core. They had Nesta. They had Maldini. They had Zambrotta. They had... Uh, wait, Zambrotta, yeah. 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 No, Zambrotta was on Juve. Didn't he play on Milan as well? Yeah, briefly. later on. Like, yeah, fucking retired there, don't man. Worry, don't worry. Gattuso, Pirlo... <clears throat> Somehow Ambrosini cracked that star-studded lineup <laughs> and was the captain of the team when Maldini wasn't there. Boggles my mind still, but whatever. Then you look at Juve. You had Cannavaro, Zambrotta, Buffon, mm-hmm. Grosso. Well, Grosso came the afterwards. Del Piero. Del Piero. Like, like, the list goes on. Roma, we never really... We were just... It's we were known to- for... Totti De Rossi. Totti De Rossi. Aquilani was supposed to be Aquilani. crazy. Uh, was it... Was it uh, not Bertolacci. What the fuck is Bertolacci that was the guy. No, 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 no. The, he was a center back. Long, long sex hair he had. <laughs> long Nexus? No, man. He was Italian. Long sex hair. Yeah. He played on Roma, dude. Panucci? Not who? Panucci. No. 
no, 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 dude. He had a crazy name too. Oh my God, man! Oh, Federico Balzaretti. Balzaretti, dude. Or Federico. balls are sweaty, dude. Long sex. Yeah, he did. He did. I think, I think he might be in the industry. That was now. pretty. That was pretty but, accurate description yeah, of it. Yeah, it was. And I, th- I thought for a while he was dating uh, Diletta Liotta, and I got excited. For but uh, <laughs> anyways, my thing is like, you look at that. Why was it so dominant though? Because yeah. Italians were given the chance. The Italian youngsters. And that's but Del Piero debuted at what age? Was signed from Padova at what age? And yeah. debuted for Juve at what age? Totti, same thing. By 20, he was captaining Roma. I know, obviously, Roma was never a dominant team yeah. like that. But it still goes to show that Italians were entrusted. Mm-hmm. And that's the point I'm trying to get at. Like, And maybe this will force uh, club owners or le- uh, teams' hands in regards to, like, you have to use these guys now. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's, like, that kind of mentality push instead of that 2010 to 2019 era that's push. That's what I mean. <laughs> you know? Like, hey, well, it, it all just depends. And... Only time will I hate to, I hate to say this, and I think this is how you know it's 2024, not 2023. I would agree with Napoli's president with what he said. Yeah. When De Laurentiis came out and said you have old people that don't know the sport at all running the league itself yep. in Gravina, yeah. you're going to see this league not running properly. Yeah. And he he is 100% right. Now, I think De Laurentiis is a part of that old community that should yeah, retire. Yeah, he's, you know, but yeah, he, he says some stupid things. You he know, he's, is 100% he's very, correct. He's an arrogant prick sometimes, but I will give him that. Him and even the other guy hate. And I know you hate him too, Lolito. No, he's, no, I'll never, that, see, that, he's stupid at all, change. but there's some stuff that even, because even he mentioned this yeah, too. I, like, I did say He was right. You, yeah, you admitted it. Dude, he, like, these guys here, you know, as much as we hate them, when they speak the truth and, you know... You have to call a spade a spade. <laughs> you have to call a spade a spade. And, like, it's it's stuff like that. Like, you have retired legends like Baggio, Del Piero, Totti, uh, whatever, that aren't involved anymore. Maybe they have something on the side, of course. Yeah, yeah. sure. But why aren't you looking at them and saying, hey... Bringing hey, them back in there. Why don't you run the league? Yeah. Why don't you be a part of our FIGC board? Players Association, uh, this association. fresh like, ideas. You know what I mean? Like, it's still, like, that story your dad told me about Baggio preparing like a 200 page thesis on how to better Italian youth and this and that and whatever the game as a whole. And they just laughed it off and said, no, we're not listening. Yeah. We're not doing like, that. <laughs> like it's stuff like that. That shows the mentality of the, like the dinosaur mentality these guys have. Yeah. And that's my fear. Yeah. You know, it's, it's going to go right back down there, you know, and that's what I'm afraid of. But uh, switching over, you're not wrong there, man. That's what happens when you have that, those kind of owners, you know, running the show, like you said, yeah. Don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, this is, the, this is the outcome that you're gonna get. It's it's just sad. It's it's sad. But switching over to uh, on field stuff, um, a few weeks back we talked about how seasons are long, uh, lots more soccer is being played. We had the random World Cup in the middle of the year, and then players were demanded to go right back right after it's done. Yep. A lot of things, this and that. Fast <laughs> forward present day, we have something called the Afcon, aka the African Cup of Nations. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also the Asian Cup. Don't think we forgot about you. Uh, similar to the Euro, the Copa America, the specific continent trophy, whatever. Um, this is the hardest stretch of the football calendar, as we mentioned before. Everything's heating up. And there are going to be a lot of key players that are going to be missing from their respective yeah. clubs. Like you have, you look at the Prem, for example. You have Spurs and Liverpool. Spurs are in top five. Liverpool's in first right now. Spurs will be without, who is it? Uh, Papa something, Sar. Uh, Busuma, Sun, and then you have Liverpool, who's going to be missing Salah, yeah. which is arguably or <laughs> their best not player. Even actually arguably <laughs> their best their player. best player. Um, 
just though their absences me mean even more to oh, these yeah. clubs. They're, they're gonna feel the most. Um, besides Spurs though and Liverpool, because now I feel like that's cheating if I ask you the clubs. <laughs> um, what other clubs could you see struggling with this? Off the top of your head, like I, I mean, off the top of my head, the main one, the main two for me, uh, other than the ones that you obviously said, is gonna be you know I know he, he hasn't been you know the greatest this year, Onana, but. You know, not having him and having to rely on your on your backup. It's still your goal, starting. You know? you know, yeah, he hasn't been the greatest. People are like, oh, okay, whatever. Maybe it's better. He's gone. But at the end of the day, you're going to notice, and you're, you're relying now on backup goalies to, to win you games and to help you in these games. And you're just you're just left without your starter for who knows how long. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that. Like United, would probably feel that the most. And I mean, probably the other one. You know, your boys Roma, just for the simple fact. And then like when they, I didn't know this. So on the weekend when it was when when Juve played Roma and like the commentator mentioned they're like oh yeah you know Roma's gonna be without Indica because and he has the African Cup so well, they're most talking about them yeah, because of how I, short I you guys Hoos how short your benches with with uh, center backs so like yeah he's gonna be missing so you know we got to see what Roma's gonna do and I was like wait I'm like so I had to go look it up and like I was like holy shit like you guys really have nobody have like no him missing is like that's that's yo yeah. that's literally it that's, sucks because we play a three man back line and, and we and literally been, and, yo, only have been, three he's starters. been really good man like for a guy that like has come in and he like hasn't been. You know, exponential, but he's been no, he's, very I, good. I, th- he's I been personally, solid. I like him a he's lot. He's been really solid. He's calm, yeah, collective, At fast. First couple strong, games, like, I was like, yeah, maybe this guy's not going to live up to the, like the, the hype of him. But like, you know, slowly, slowly, every every game that I've that I've watched Roma, he's impressing me. Yeah. Like, he's playing very well, and like I feel like Roma missing that, especially given given where they are in like that. You know, you're not you know in a comfortable top four spot, but you're also not far away from it. It just, it's a sh- shitty situation because, man, you know, he's let's say he's gone for three, four games. That stretch right there can completely change your season. Yeah. You lose those four games, you're dropping right down. That And to, to gain that gap after, especially the second half of the season, it's going to be if tough. If they make it to the finals, Cote d'Ivoire, he's gone till February. Oh, yeah. Longer than February. I know. You know, like, it's like. So I remember, I remember that happened when, when it was uh, Mane Versala. Yeah. Like, Liverpool was struggling. Like, even he was saying, like, you know, it's, it's good to see, like, hey, you know, one of my players are going to be coming back a champion, but I mean, it sucks because they're both there and I, I haven't had yeah, them, exactly. both of them for this long. Exactly. Like, it sucks, but it's good. Like, I did, like other teams, like I, like, I don't know, you know, every player right now, but like, 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 for example, like Milan, let's say. Yeah, okay. You know, they have Benessier, Chuck Weze, who's, they're both. Chuck Weze. Chuck Weze, who's going to be gone. But I don't really see it being much of an issue for them considering Chuck Weze doesn't start and Benessier has been injury prone for the last two seasons and yeah. Milan's kind of figured out a way to kind of not, you know, have to rely on him anymore. Yeah. And Loftus cheek just kind of, he started you know, doing well. He, he started he, doing well, he, man. He, he, well. he, he, he fit in perfectly. Mm-hmm. He started off very strong. He still is strong. Like you see Milan's a better team when he's there than when he's not there. Yeah, that guy, uh, Ryan, Ryan Beers. Right. Right. We, I, I, I just paid him because of his face, yeah, but like same. He, he doesn't look, Dutch. he's not good every game, but he's had some solid performances yeah. where like, Hey, you know what? He can cover a couple of games. So like for Milan, they'll probably use it as an excuse, but bro, we got two guys away from Africa cup, bro. What do you, what do you yeah, mean? No, I was going to say Milan, no matter what they'll, they'll somehow make, a, then, then they'll somehow mention Mike Manyan. Yeah. Even though he's injured and it's like, oh, no, okay, no, what? but he's not. Cause he has to watch the, yeah, the African no, cup. He so he can't sure play. His friends are doing well. He can't play. No, 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 no. Sorry. Sorry. Can't do it. Can't for me, I would. For me, I'd actually know, for me probably those. say, like, okay, yes, obviously, I agree with Roma as a Roma fan. Because, like, I know, it's like I, do, I, said, gen- like, I generally do, man. I didn't, no, honestly, like, I would have said, fuck you, man. You guys would be fine. No, like, until that game, when, when, when I heard that, I'm like, no, it can't be like yeah. that bad. No, I went on my phone, bad. I went to go look, and I was like, dude, 
what the Maraj Kumbula, who sucks ass, even like he's still a center back. He won't be fit until I think February. Yeah, because he it's him. It's I think for sure. Smalling needs to eat a piece of bacon because ever since he became a vegan, he's been injured. Yeah. So that literally leaves us with two true center backs. Yeah. Even if we played a four man backline, that means we have no center backs up. Yeah. Mancini. Mancini been, goes down. Dude, Mancini has been hasn't trained with the team in two weeks. But has played at a game each time. <laughs> like this guy's broken right now, and we need him to play, and he plays. So obviously, I'm gonna put Roma in that category. Um, I'm gonna also say Nottingham Forest. I think for me, that's probably what like because they're they're not okay. They're obviously not competing to be top four. No, no, no. But, but they're, they're trying to yeah. battle relegation. They're only five points ahead. And if you look at the amount of play, they'll be missing seven players. Jesus. Seven players, four of which are their defenders. Now, okay, out of that four, two of them are starters. Yeah, still, but it's man, still that's the 50%. Principle. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, you look at that, it's like, your heart is stretched now. You're going to be missing guys that are defending. A striker, like, okay, you look at Chelsea, they're missing Nico Jackson. Yeah, okay, I get it. But they still have Broha. Yeah. They still you can, have Nkunku. You can Nkunku figure it all. Yeah. They're Raheem Sterling. Like, put whatever. Cole Palmer up there. Yeah, like, you know, they, can, they could they do can make something. It work. Yeah, yeah. But when you're missing defenders, I feel like that, or like a goal. I feel like Chelsea would do better off without fucking Nicholas Chelsea. Oh, they're they're going to be thriving without him. Nkunku's going to start every game. Raheem Sterling behind yeah. him and Cold Palmer over there. Cold Palmer. But like, it's like uh, losing a defender or a goalie, I think is the hardest thing you could possibly yeah. do. Oh, yeah. You know, because they need time to, like, gel together, consistency and stuff like that. For every team, like, no matter if they're, like, the star or not, like, like that, your your defense and, you know, goalie, like, that main core, like, that's that's the heartbeat of the team. Like, no matter what team you look at. There's a reason why they say defense wins you championships. You have a good defense, like, fuck, you could score as many goals as you want. If you can't hold a lead, then what does that mean? Off topic of soccer, but look at the Leafs, for example. (laughs) They score six goals a game, but the other team scores seven. They have an unreal attack. They have... Who in net? Isn't it the Zamboni driver? No, no, no. no we lost. The, the Leafs Zamboni played driver. the Zamboni driver and lost. And he was a Leafs fan, apparently. Anyway, <laughs> works for the Leafs. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> only, only American sports allow shit like this to happen. Um. Anyways, um. Imagine. Hold on, sir. We're going to move on. Imagine, like in the middle of the game, a goalie gets hurt. They got no more subs, and they got to throw like a ball boy in net or something. <laughs> you look at like, hey. Uh, you're already being paid by us. You look, you, hey, you look like the oldest. Get in here. <coughs> How tall are you? Yeah, go. Yeah, you go can cover it. You can, you can cover as much more than more net than any of the guys here. Hey, sometimes I wonder. Maybe maybe you need to take a leap of faith like that. Throw throw a random person, <laughs> buddy. Just throw them in. Um, <laughs> last question about this whole topic. Do you think that the fact that these players every two years they'll be missing a month or more of club level action kind of hinders their value as a player, like a guy like Salah? Do you think it's hindering his? Okay, maybe not no, okay, Salah. No, no. Yeah, no, no, okay. I, 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 I get, what, I get what you're asking, but yes, no, not like Salah yeah, because that's he, just that's a bad example. But yeah, yeah, no. I, I, first of all, with this, with this kind of question, we have two things. One, it, I feel like it does lower their value because you know, beginning of this year, so let's say you know a, a top team or whatever, or it doesn't matter anybody. You know, they're looking at a player. Okay, yeah, you know, we want to send this guy for the midfield. You know, we we need a starter. You know, he checks all the boxes. He fits here perfectly. You know, let's make a push for him. But wait, he's African. Going to be missing, you know, two months in the year. You know, do we want to put, you know, all of our eggs in that one basket? Or, you know, yeah. maybe we go for somebody else. And, you know, maybe maybe not at that level, but we'll pick up him and somebody else. It can maybe kind of spread the money. So, yeah, it could have an effect on, on their well, value. There's, there's and if players like, actually, people will actually look at these players. Yeah. There's a rumor with Pep Guardiola, apparently. Like, he, that's why he <clears throat> tries to just stick with buying European yeah. and South American players. 
because of this mid-season tournament. It's, that dude, it, it can fuck you, man. Yeah. Like, like you said, like man, with Liverpool, they missed two of their star star players, like the best players on that team at that time for two months. Yeah. Yeah. For a competition, two months. Yeah. You still have to play games. It's not like your game stopped. Those games keep going. Those guys are gone. And that's the thing. It's it's a tournament setting. So, like, those players are expected to give 100%. Yeah, they can't just go time, there, Mikhail. You know? I, I need to get home as fast as I can. Let's, let's fucking get this over with. Yeah, let's get like, out. They're expected. So, like, it's even more draining than playing. Like, okay, I'm not saying any game is easy, obviously. You no, want no, your no. players to give 100%. But, when you're, but in a do or die situation, yeah. you're bound to give more. You're going you know to give. I mean? You're always going to give more in a do or die situation. It yeah, doesn't, it doesn't matter what game it is. When it's like that kind of that kind of game that it's it's this this or you're going home, you're always going to give it 110. percent Yeah. The, the second thing I was going to add about those that thing there, which still to this day, Joe's, I do not understand how this year what's happening in the summertime. Euro, the Euro Cup, and Copa America. And Copa America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why not have the Africa Cup as well? I think that actually has to do with weather. I, I'm not sure, actually. That's a good question, because wasn't the World Cup in South Africa? Yeah, in the summertime. In the summertime, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Only um, issue was Qatar, and that was understandable, because in the summertime, it's like 70 degrees there. Looks, I was thinking maybe, like, I, I've actually never considered that. I never thought about that. Like, what's what's the like what's the reasoning that they have to put That's it in the middle of a season, point. and they cannot change it to have it in the summer like every other competition? It's like, hey, this year it's a it's a Euro Cup, Copa America, Afcon year. Oh, okay, hey, we're all playing at the same time. You guys start the yeah, same. Yeah. Even if you no, guys I agree, start two fuck? weeks after, two weeks or whatever it is. But you play in the summertime, man. You let them play their season. You don't interrupt it. They finish it. Okay, hey, now we're gonna go do this. Now we're gonna play the cup. That's it. Simple. Yeah. But no, they got. Hey, no, let's, even, let's 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 start right in the middle. In, I won't in even, I'm not even gonna lie. It's kind of crazy you say that because I have never once even thought about that. I'm like like not even half of a time. That's it. That's the only thing. I that's the only thing I think weather. of more than the Roman Empire. No, I think about the Roman Empire a lot. That's the only thing I think about more. I'm like, man, why doesn't Afcon play in the summertime? Nah, dude, I, this makes no sense. Well, because I was legit like thinking like I didn't even second guess it because I'm like, oh, the weather. the weather. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, climates there are gonna be like excessively hot. Blah blah blah. Whatever. But now that you say, like, wait, like, it, it literally clued into my own head. South Africa World Cup mm-hmm. 2010. Yep. Was in the summertime. Yep. And I'm trying to remember, did they take water breaks? I, even if they Joe, didn't. Even if they did take water breaks, you add water yeah, breaks in the gonna game. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. They do it all the time for when it's hot. It's not, it's not like you're changing the That's game. That's a very oh. good point. And in Asia, does Asia get... Okay, call me uncultured. That's fine. I live in North and in a yes, North Joe, American. Yes, they do get bubble. hot. But how hot does it get in Asia? Not that hot. Nowhere near Saudi Arabia. I picture and... like like Japan to be like a like England almost weather wise. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that. It's you know, very like, similar. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'm uncultured. Yell at me afterwards. I wouldn't say it's 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 nowhere near like a Saudi or a, or a Qatar. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not that's, like that. That's but crazy. it's it's yeah. They have their I mean, either way. Both places. Have the weather to be played in the summertime. Maybe it's like it's like to, to try to get entertainment or like spread awareness. In the middle of a season, you'd get more viewers if you did at the end of the season when nobody's yeah, focusing. Yeah, on the league. but who? What would you rather watch? Copa America, Euro, Afcon, or yeah, but Asia? Joe, you're gonna get the people from that nation to watch that. People now, you think people are gonna watch? Uh, am I? Are you gonna watch a league game or are you gonna watch an Afcon game? Depends. I'd rather watch Nottingham Forest versus West Ham depends than on the, depends on the day, like midweek. If there's an Afcon, Cameroon game, versus yeah, no, you know you're you're right. Actually. Egypt. When I see like some of the teams in Afcon, respectfully what to I'm Africa, gonna I'm gonna watch Egypt for one player. Yeah, like respectfully, that's that's the only player I would care about to watch the game. 
no, like, I watch I, a there was a point. There was genuinely a point with African football. I could look at you and say, like, I love a lot of African players. Like, Some, yeah, Davoir during that era, Nigeria, Ghana, Ghana, because Guadua, Samoa, Samoa, Gian, like whatever. But like now, I feel like the teams that were at the top for Africa when we were growing up are they suck. Yeah, they're, they're nothing. nothing now. Like Algeria's become the like top yeah. dog. <laughs> Senegal, like okay, well Senegal's always been decent, but like No, I know yeah. what you mean. Now it's just, no, it's yeah. just uh, We gotta we gotta we gotta do something. I'm gonna actually look into this. Gonna We're gonna figure out why. We're gonna get roasted in the comments. So like even if I make this a clip, I already know I'm gonna get torched. I got torched about don't women's give a fuck. soccer. I don't know why I'm it's not played in the summertime. Again, and I'm down to get torched. I'm down to get torched. Everyone. I'm always down to get torched. Um but speaking of getting torched, it's our favorite time the of the champions. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Champions League. Well, technically, kind of, it could, but like this episode, Joe, it's about Mister Champions League himself, Alvaro Morata. Yeah, <laughs> Cristiano, Cristiano, Cristiano. Anyways, before I was an aneurysm and tears fall down my face, um, we're going to build a team again. But different of this players week. that he has played with Mister <laughs> that have played alongside Cristiano Ronaldo. No full team of left backs. No full team of right backs. Not this week. We're getting real players, real positions, but only if they've played with Ronaldo. Yes, with. Some sort of stipulations here. Yeah. Um, we're gonna try to keep it okay. Like, we were it was between Messi and Ronaldo. Ronaldo played on more teams, so it's more fun to do it because now we could choose more yeah, than one. I mean, like, Nate, eventually, we're probably gonna do a team of people that played with Messi or yeah, yeah. that have assisted Messi or yeah, something like something, that. That'd be pretty cool, actually. Assisting Messi, Kenneth Taylor would be <laughs> the- <laughs> do a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of research. Jordi Alba would be like his number one, or but play- anyways, man, I got an idea. I got one. Yeah, for next play, time. We, don't, we can't tell them right now. I, oh, it's true, it's true. Keep a secret. Keep a secret. I was going to say, what the for heck, shit, dude? <laughs> um, anyways. So, yeah. We're going to try to limit the teams we use. We're going to... Uh, sorry, players we use from each team. We're going to try to limit it to, like, three or four. Obviously, yeah. with our zero ball knowledge that we do have, um, we get to choose from Sporting, Portugal... Real Madrid, United, Juve, and Al Nasser. Yeah. I don't know anyone on Al Nasser. So I should. Let's do max, max three per team. It doesn't have to be three, but we'll just do a max of three. Yeah. Just yeah. to kind of keep it a little bit spicy. Yeah. So, um, do you want me to start things off or do you want to start things you off? You can start things off. Start things, start things, off. things off. I assume usual 4-3-3. 4-3-3. 4-3-3. Start okay. with the goalie, baby. I'm going to start with this with the goalie. Uh, they played together at youth level. He is a Canadian boy. He was also my oldest brother's friend. I found this out afterwards because he used to always tell me and then he showed the me Canada the picture. Proud. But we always have to represent Canada. We always have to represent the Portuguese community within Canada as well. Even though we're not Portuguese, we just love them. We still love as them. As much as they love us. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> the first guy we're going to go with in net, we're going to go with John Paul Peaks. Now, if you don't know Peaks, he's also a Vine star. Well, mm-hmm. when Vine was big, he was a Vine star. He's an internet ce- yeah, celebrity. Yeah, now he's like just a Canadian actor, internet celebrity. Like he's yeah. pretty out there. Like a lot of people in Canada know him. Not as, probably know him more than not him, as a but, not as known as Ronaldo, but 
He's he's very he's well still known, there, especially in and Canada. you always have to give support to people you know that mm-hmm. have made it to that level or fellow Canadians. Yeah, so they played together on sporting and youth levels, and now yeah, all right, peaks. Congratulations, okay. you made that time, all time eleven for us. All right, so I'm gonna start off on I'm gonna start off on the left, left back. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. probably gonna be a little bit obvious over here, but got to be in the team. One of Ronaldo's best teammates. Here we Gotta go. go with Marcelo. Oh, I, th- I you thought, thought I was gonna go Uncle Pat. Didn't I thought you, you were gonna. <laughs> yeah, I knew you did. As Joe's, yeah, you know, I was gonna say Juve, Juve, Juve. No man, Marcelo. It's funny because before we did this, and we were like, whatever. The only gonna... names Al mentioned to me, he didn't mention anyone. Only Juve players, Alexandro, oh, yeah. <laughs> Bernadeschi. Buffon's obviously gonna go on that, right? <laughs> Okay, so this is gonna be you. I, I didn't want. Somebody. I didn't want to use up all my U players yet. But I like it. I respect uh, it. I like it. I rate it. All right. Uh, left back, Marcelo. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Um, center back. Center back. Or right back. Whatever. One no, no. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with is center back. Okay. I'm gonna go with a Portuguese player that he played with on Portugal. It's kind of a cop out. I get it, but I feel like this guy's not talked about. We don't talk about him, and mm-hmm. I do rate him highly. Probably one of Portugal's best center backs to ever play, in my opinion. I'm going to go with Ricardo Carvalho. Okay. Again, I'm pretty sure they also maybe, maybe. They, they played on Real Madrid together, no? I don't I don't think so. I think the timelines, I think he was at Chelsea at that point. But if I'm I'm pretty sure he might have played with him on Real Madrid as well. That's what I just said. I'm pretty, I could be wrong though. I'm just trying to think of timelines in my oh, okay. head. Oh, okay. Don't and know. I don't know because okay, I'm trying whatever. to think Mourinho hey. brought him over. But, but they played together on Portugal. On so Portugal at least at a minimum. A so we'll go with that logic that I have or knowledge. Sorry. He is a teammate. And Ricardo second Carvalho. center back that will be linking up with Carvalho is somebody that I like. I like to think that I know very well. He goes by the name of Giorgio. Giorgio Chiellini. Yeah. Joe. What better center back partner than Giorgio? No, I agree. I will never bash Giorgio Chiellini. I will never bash yeah, him. Exactly. So I will say, okay. Go right back now. Let's go with a right back. All right. This, to me, is probably tough because I feel like it's going to be a lot of biting my tongue. But it isn't biting my tongue at the same time. Hmm? You know? I don't know if this is allowed. I'm going to say this name. If not, obviously, I'll change it up. Uh, I'm going to go with Sergio Ramos. At yeah, right that's back. what I was thinking, too. That's fine. If he that's was a, not he was okay. a right, No, no, no. He was a right back. I mean, he played right back to Madrid. Maybe not at the same time when Ronaldo was the, got there. Yeah, that, that's but he why was, he was like, still right back. It's, it's the same thing. Like, I'll always consider Maldini also a left back yeah, okay. as he was a center back. Okay, so we, we agree there, Sergio yeah, Ramos. Yeah. I feel like it'd be a sin not to have him with yeah, Ronaldo. No, no. It's no, like Marcelo Ronaldo. You need them together, too. But anyways, hundred percent. I'll 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 keep him in that for sure. Cheers, cheers for Jeff. sure. Um. Okay. So now we're in the midfield. So um, I mean, first person got to start off strong. Fellow, Ballon d'Or winner. I'm gonna go with Luka Modric. Oof. First center mid. So our three Real Madrid picks are done. Yeah. Well, not really. No, they are done. How they are done? How? Marcelo? Yeah. Sergio Ramos? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Luka Modric? Yeah, 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 yeah. Three. Yeah. Done. So, Nested. no more Madrid. No more Madrid, which is fine, because the guy I was thinking about didn't actually play on Real Madrid. Okay. So, we're making progress here. Um, My other center mid that I am going to go with, 
that timeline didn't make sense actually no never mind i can't say his name okay so the other option i had united i am gonna go with paul skulls don't rate him as highly as everybody else does i'm sorry i'm sorry but he is still one of the great players that played alongside ronaldo mm-hmm. so i'll throw him in there paul okay. skulls manchester united i think that's uh that's pretty fair. That's pretty fair. Um, okay, so for my last center mid, I'm gonna go with someone that they didn't spend they didn't spend time together on the um, gets a lot harder than you think because you only picture Ronaldo. Okay, I know teams. who I'm going to go with. Sorry, I was, I was contemplating. I was going to do two, and I was like, wait, was he? Did they play together? Okay. Definitely didn't. Maybe Nicky Butt. No, not Nicky Butt. <laughs> um, the one, the guy I'm going to go with, not a teammate, teammate club ever, but Portugal, good teammates, good friends, great time. Probably one of the best right now. Doesn't get the, doesn't get the, the appreciation he deserves. Bernardo Silva as my other center mid. I do love Bernardo Silva. I think Bernardo Silva is one of, like, the most underrated players. Oh, yeah. Like, all time. Easy, 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 easy. Okay, Bernardo Silva. Okay, so top three. So then top three. I'll start left wing or striker or right wing, whatever you want to start with. I'm going to – I want to say left wing, but I don't know if you'll allow me to put this guy left wing. And it's a guy I love. Just because I love yelling his name, I'll put him. I'll put him. Oh, whatever. Because as, as, as long as he did play left, as wing. long okay, as long as they're a winger, I'm I'm fine with it. Okay, you ready? As long as you're like not like whatever. Someone that's always a striker, and you're like, oh, uh, no, 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 no. Okay, hit me. He hit is. Me. He is the. I can't even say the greatest anymore. The second greatest Uruguayan to ever play the game. It is none other than Diego. Forlan, <laughs> Diego Forlan, baby. Took me, okay, okay, man. That kind of you know didn't think you were gonna go that route. No, I love Forlan. Forlan, if I could put him in every team, I'll give, I would I'll give it to you. I'll I would a hundred percent. I will definitely give it to you. And you played on him with United. Um. Okay, so now I'll go with striker, and. So many names I want to go with. You know what? But I think shut I up. think you already know what you're gonna do. I, already, I know what you're gonna do. Tell me what I what I'm gonna do. You're gonna go with uh Tevez or uh Dybala or actually nope. So originally <laughs> my plan was if I got a striker, I was probably gonna do Rooney. Captain Waza. Why did I forget about him? You know what That's I mean? Because so it's Rooney, God, so and fucking bad at this Rooney was phenomenal. Okay. But there was one player that Ronaldo played with that was a little bit more prolific than him. Known for his, his, his goal-getting ability and his finishing ability. Rude. Gonzalo Higuain. <laughs> yeah, you did see that one coming, buddy. Didn't think so. You can't say him though. Why? They played together at Juve, you idiot. Yeah, not just Madrid, man. I wasn't even thinking about Madrid. I forgot they played together in Madrid together. I completely forgot about that, actually. 
But I was like, I was purely thinking about Juve. I was actually going to go with Dybala, but then you made fun of me and said I was going to go with Dybala, so I went with Higuain, which I'm perfectly happy with because Higuain can finish everything as long as he's not wearing an Argentina jersey. He can finish anything. Shit, I'm kind of mad at myself. I'm, dude, I'm also mad because, like, as you're scrolling down this list right now, I, dude, I literally just, I completely forgot when I had my center mid. I was trying to think Ozil. of you. I'm like, dude, who the fuck? No, not even. Oh, I saw Ozil too, but I'm like, fuck that guy, man. I was thinking about what? fucking Rabbi Goat. Yeah, but... <laughs> I forgot they played together. <laughs> I forgot Rabbi Goat and Ronald Goat played I, together. See, like, this is where it gets tough for me because we screwed up with the Real Madrid picks. Because, no. like, if I'm going to. Are you going to go Gareth Bale now? I would have actually, yes, probably. Fuck that guy, Either man. Gareth Bale or Di Maria. Yeah, well, hey, well, you know what? Honestly, you know like, what? Hey, it's going to be a little bit harder now for you, buddy. Well, I would, what about Hesse Rodriguez? I don't know who that is, actually. Hesse used to be, he was supposed to be the next Ronaldo. Okay, yeah. right wing, right wing. Hmm. This is tough. Couldn't even go like his, his Al Nazir teammate. I don't know anyone on Al Nazir. I don't the one it. guy that we mentioned. Anderson Taliska? Nope. The one that's going to the African Cup. Who? Shadio Mane. He's the best footballer in the world. Yeah, he's a bum. He's a bum. I'm being serious. <laughs> um, right wing, though. Oh, dude. Wait, wait. How many? We're still good with, with United and Juve. So what about Portugal? One. Portugal only said two. Carvalho and, and thing. All right. Perfect. Figured it out. We went with. He was a part of that 2006 champagne football, that video that's circulating all around the football community, that he was the Batman to his Robin. The Batian and Rohan. <laughs> Mr. Luis Figo. R.I.P. <sighs> Not a bad show. Not a bad. I knew you were you were heading there. At first, I thought you were going to go with Nat. I thought you were going to say Nani. I, I'm not going to lie. I was thinking Nani, but then I'm like, wait, no, wasn't Nani left mid? No, but like was, back up to Ronaldo. Was, then no, I started then debating. They, then, they, then they both was, played together. They both played too. together. And then he played on the right. And like, it, they played together. That's all that is. Yeah, but I know. started getting too stuck in my own head to even try to pull Nani out. And then I was thinking like through and through right winger. Who the who the frick do I choose? No, that is definitely, definitely a good choice. Like Di Maria, don't get me wrong. But I, would, I actually do love. Too. Yeah, so like I would have, would they never, they didn't play on Juve together. So no, they didn't play that. on Juve together. They didn't play on United together. Only Real Madrid. Only Madrid. So it would have yeah. screwed me over. And Di Maria is a Benfica merchant. Oh, dude, you could have said Garnacho or Anthony, <laughs> fidget spinner. <laughs> dude, I saw a video. On Fuck, TikTok. technically, we, we could have even said Casemiro too, because I'm mean, United. United. They played together. Yeah. See, this is what pisses me off about when we do these teams. If you don't think about when it, we, when we're in the moment, it's like, shit, I'm drawing a blank. I know, but I like, like it. I, I don't know what's going on anymore. I'll panic. I'll maybe go on my phone. You go on your phone. I'll try to figure it out. But before, when you said, oh, yeah, let's do a team full of players that play with no, you're, in my you're head, you're coming to your head. I already had it. I had the, the most unorthodox people. <laughs> I think I even had a sporting starting 11 in my head. I come here and it's like, oh, shit, wait, wait, wait. Who, Fuck, who do you play with? It? 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 Like, yeah. <laughs> Stupid shit. Like Tevez. Did he play with Tevez on Juve? No. That was United. No, no, no. United. They never played together on, on Juve. He, Tevez left Juve a while. Should before. we should have said fucking Berbatov? Berbatov. That would be a good show. That would be another good show. Lifter. That guy was a weapon. He, he moves so crazy. He moved. Actually, I saw a bit, funny. I saw a video about him today. Funny enough. You little, you little silly, crazy guy. Anyways, guys, I think on that note, and I mean, obviously, this goes without saying. 
who the coach is on the team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cristiano Jose Ronaldo. Mourinho. Oh. Well, guys, <laughs> I think that's the episode. No, it is. It is I think Mourinho goes to coach Portugal after this, so no, I don't think uh, he can Arabia. coach Ronaldo's team. He's going to Saudi Arabia. Um, guys, if you haven't already, don't forget to follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at AltraXI. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. Leave a like, subscribe, leave a comment. We're always reading them. We're always going to respond. Just feel free to share. Chirp us, chirp Joe, chirp me. Who gives a fuck? We love it all. Um, and yeah, guys, uh, you know, it's a brand new year. There's we 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 constantly keep saying we're going to be keep be pushing it, but our goal this year is you know really to push a lot of uh, a lot of our our content on YouTube and you for you guys to see you know a different side of us, um, get to kind of know us a little bit better and just you know what we love best soccer. You know we love talking about it. We want to share it with you guys, and we want a little bit of you know interaction and yeah. just to grow this thing together. You know, it's true. The fame does we're gonna like... be we're gonna be at the World Cup twenty twenty six. That's the goal. I'm manifesting man. That's it. The goal. We're gonna be there. So hey, only up from here. Yeah. When we started this, it wasn't even so. It wasn't even so much like the the like. Oh, let's get famous. Let's do oh, this. I, let's do that. I let's make all the money that, in the world. Like ex- experiences. Our honest to God thing was literally people. just like we grew up playing this game. We talk about it twenty four seven. We love talking to random people. Like yeah. when I go to, when I used to go to clubs, Al could attest to this. He'd be with <laughs> I me. Do the same thing. <laughs> we go outside to get a, like a breath of fresh air, or whatever, because it's a sweat box in there. And you, the you, second we'd hear, was we'd, mentioned, hear, we'd hear a British accent, we're both like, "See you later." Turn around. What team you support? Yeah. <laughs> See you First later. Thing, we, hey, how's it going, man? Having nope. a good night. What do you hear? But no. Hey, what team you support over there? Yeah, yeah it's literally just like a lifestyle. <laughs> we, for us. me, like, me, and me and Joe, we just have we had too much passion in the sport not to share with everybody else so you know this year we'd love you know to to get to know our fans a little bit more um you know interact with you guys you know maybe a maybe have an have an interview with with one of our fans so you know we'll we'll see what the future brings we'll get the lads on the podcast on that note we'll hear you next week we'll see you next week let's see if i make this this week oh still not playing basketball (laughs) just gonna stick to soccer (laughs) ciao guys rj barrett's finally home (laughs) see you next week (laughs) Later, guys. Later. <laughs>